0: Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to yet another Primal Beast podcast. I'm your host of The Most Man, on am Down here, providing you with that extraordinary commentary on the play-by-play of Primal Attraction so that you want to pay for play. You receive the ego subtraction, the wilder This is more, part two, on why society has a problem with what I teach mm, or advocate for on primal, on primitive sex and primal attraction. So to continue, man, where this is part two of that. And what I'm talking about is society and the issue that it has with, you know, basically nowadays men and women hooking up without expectation in the moment, holistically, organically. And again, man, it's in our nature to do this. actually... What a lot of people don't understand is that a man or a woman looking at each other based on what they can gain or what they can get from the other person is actually more or less of a learned behavior. But in the real world, man, when boy meets girl and girl meets boy, all you got is that the moment based off the imagery Based off what you see, based off the, the physical anatomy. For a woman, she may find a guy that has the broad shoulders. A guy that looks like, you know, he's fit and he's his vitality. To be, you know, very sexually appealing, and she moves on that. For a man, when he sees a woman, she has, you know, that hourglass figure. She's dainty, she's polite, she's feminine. Even in her strut. Even in the way that she just knows how to just work the room. It's just something about her. Based off the imagery and the energy that he feels. And that's thing you know. One, lead, one thing leads to another. And pop goes the weasel to the weasel goes pop. Even for a man. A woman looking at a man bro. For what he can do for her. Financially. It's really a learned behavior. Based on. Society based on a civilization based on a social political construct. And nowadays, everyone is so weird when it comes down to being able to mate and match and bond and connect and have a feeling of intimacy and connecting to another individual, especially when we're talking about sex, mainly in heterosexual relationships. And because everyone feels guilty, everyone will feel the shame. How many women after they had sex with the guy, even after the first night, wake up the next morning, they feel guilt, they feel the shame. Oh my God, I should never do that. How will people think of me? Oh, I feel like I'm such a slut. I feel like I'm such a whore. I feel like I'm a cum dumpster now. What if this guy judges me for a lot of men after they've done the deed with the woman? And especially in a very short relative amount of time will wake up the next morning feeling like, yeah, I'm the man. But man, she a slut. Oh, my God. She should have, you know, uh, why, why would she do that with me? You know, and, and and there are a lot of guys that can also feel the same way that a woman feels. I've had guys admit this to me that they felt bad. They felt like maybe it was something about them that was too easy. Believe it or not. I know a lot of people. Don't often think of a guy feeling ashamed or feeling guilty because he gave it up too soon. He gave it up too quick. But there are a lot of men based on, again, the social and even religious programming, especially a lot of guys that are that come from the religious circles and the religious realm can very can struggle because, again, even in the church, they teach a lot of men that the moment that you look at a woman is lust. You have a lustful spirit. You have a thirsty spirit. When in all that reality, he is normal. He is just being a man. Listen, bro, let me tell you something. And I want a lot of people to understand this. Just because there's nothing wrong with maintaining your piety. And being, you know, sanctimonious. But we got to be real with this. There is a world of being ideal with what your shit do or how you're supposed to be and behave, which I totally agree with. I'm not against it at all. But in our physical bodies, we still have to eat. We still have to live. We still have to survive. We still have to maintain. We still have to work. We still have to eat and sleep. And even, you know, and even, you know, uh, use the bathroom. (laughs) But also with that, we're still human, meaning that everyone will still have these sexual desires. And again, I've already broken down the difference between being polyamorous versus promiscuity. Polyamorous means that you have more than one lover. Promiscuity means that you just have sex without discretion. Any man, any woman can just get it. You're not feeling no energy. You're not, you know, you just out there. So I want people to really understand the difference between polyamorous. And I got to be honest with you. If you are a religious man or a woman is a religious woman. Okay. You're still single. Just because you may pray and read your Bible and everyone talks about. Semen retention and sexual transmutation and denying yourself. I yes, and I totally agree with with everything in life. We need to do it with moderation. It is better to you know refrain or abstain if you can than to just always give in to your fleshly desires. And when we're talking about in in the religious realm, we struggle against flesh and blood. Versus who we are versus in the spirit who we want to be every single day. And for most people in religious circles, this is the biggest challenge for them is dealing with their sexuality. And feeling condemned or feeling guilty of that they've done something dirty, that they've done something egregious, that they've done something putrid. And once they have indulged in a sexual encounter, they feel guilty. They feel bad for it. And both, like I said, this is not just on the male side or the female side. This is anyone that comes from a religious circle where they're trying to, you know, what they're dealing with this intense struggle. Because in church has been preaching. Yes, the ideal thing is to marry before you indulge. But in our day, in our society, it just doesn't work like that anymore. And we understand, man, the word was the same. It was then as it is now. But again, because listen, I know too many people that are willing to their 20s and their 30s and their 40s and 50s. And still talking about the virgins. Now, I'm not here to knock at anything. But again, also don't think that's healthy. We were put here for each other. Without men and women coming together, life as we know it cannot exist. There will be no more other generations because sex is the ultimate life that keep life of giving that keeps on giving. And people need to understand that when when you bring the masculine and the feminine energies and entities together, this is create life. This is pro-life. And I know we have a lot of conspiracy theories that want to change everything and say, you know, in every entity that's a masculine and a feminine. Well, listen, if that was the case, why would we need each other? If I'm every man and I'm every woman, if every woman is every woman and every man, we can have babies on our own. Sex wouldn't even exist, period. Think about it. There's no way it would. But again, we have so many people that are uptight about uh, discussions like this and topics like this because we really have a lot of people that struggle with their own identity and their own sexuality. Yeah, I fucking said it. We can't try to change the laws of nature to fit our narrative. Have too many people that's coming along, and they want to change the, bi- the biology, the anatomy, the world, the universe. And this shit has already been set long before us, and it'll be this way long after we're gone. No one cares about your 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 feelings because it's always facts over feelings. It's always, uh, listen, I live my life based on what is, not what could be, not what should be, not what, you know, the new developments and technologies, what we're going to, because a lot of the shit they're trying to develop, you will never see it in your lifetime anyway. And that's why I tell you guys, man, learn to love your life, learn to love yourself and accept you for who you are as you are what you are. That's why a lot of people, they struggle with self-hate, self-deprecation, self-rejection as opposed to self-love, self-interest, self-esteem, self-care. And I have to be honest with you, we all want to be desired, especially by the opposite sex. It feels good for a woman. I don't care how many compliments that she gets for a man or to desire her sexually, for a man to want to court her, for a man to want to date her, for a man to want to have sex with her. It feels good for a man when women find him sexually appealing. Women want to have his baby. Women want to have sex with him. Women want to be around him. A woman wants to marry him. A woman loves him. A woman brings this man nurturing grace and favor to his life. So again, all of this stuff with mid this and mid that and, you know, men going their own way, doing their own thing. All of this bullshit with women, all these feminists. I don't need a man. I don't want a man. I'm doing my own thing. My career comes first. I don't care about family. I don't care about marriage. I don't care about love. We have a lot of people that's loveless and hapless. What in the hell has happened to everyone? So let me get this straight. See, I just told you guys that one of the reasons why the most high made the woman for the man, because it made the man more humanistic. And what's happening is that that's, a, that's actually a form of dehumanization. Let me tell you how. When you're walking around here as a human being and you're not feeling, you're not loving, there's no emotion about you, there's no intimacy, there's no consolation. With another person, with another individual, especially talking about a lover, a mate, a partner, a significant other, a spouse, a husband, a wife, a boyfriend, a girlfriend. Just having amorous affairs. You know how much tension sexes releases all the feel good hormones, the dopamines. The endorphins, that rush your bloodstream, make you feel alive, that makes you feel good, that makes you feel wanted. A lot of us, a lot of people out here in our generation are walking around here like zombies. Zombified. You ever seen a person that's a workaholic? It's like, damn, they never smile. Damn, they never feel or express emotion. We got to get our job done. You got to work. You got to work. You got to pay the bills. You never take a moment to just slow down and smell, the roses. You never take a moment to just look at the sunshine. You are, a lot of people have been zombified. They're not humans. And that's the danger of even a person going their entire life or a great deal of their life being a virgin. Because you die an emotional death and in some ways even a spiritual death, even though you're still living physically in your body. But when you can't feel, when you can't express emotion, when you're afraid to be vulnerable, that is dangerous. Even any any psychologist a sociologist or sexologists sexologist will tell you this, that we need human interaction. And I'm here to tell you, bro. I have no problem having sex without expectation. But everyone has been taught these toxic ideologies. Made to feel guilty. Made to feel the shine. What are we doing? Just enjoy the moment, man. Enjoy the moment of togetherness. The moment of laughter. The moment of bliss. Life is already stressful. And I got to be honest. And I know this goes against a lot of the things in the religious sector, but everyone is just not meant for marriage. Fellas, y'all got to understand when y'all come across women, stop being disappointed with women. Every woman is not meant to be a wife. Most women don't even desire to be domesticated and serve you and be with you for the rest of their lives. All that stuff about growing old together to me is a fairy tale. Don't get me wrong I am totally About I'm totally pro marriage Pro family Pro woman But what I do understand is that Most women that you guys are going to Encounter especially nowadays Because so many women Have been the apple of feminism And being independent I'm not here to knock women for that but even a lot of guys get disappointed with women because in your mind, man, she would make the perfect wife. I like everything about her. I like that she's hardworking. I like the fact, the way that she carries herself. She seems so feminine in her imagery, in her character, and her presentation. But here's the reality. Her heart may be far from being a submissive wife, a cooperative wife, or even a long-term girlfriend. And you don't have to resort to name-calling or bashing a woman for that. Just stay in the moment of of togetherness and a good time. And you keep living your life. You keep being a man of purpose on your quest of being a made man of destiny and a uh, self-fulfilling prophecy. That's it and that's all. But see, again, everyone is so up in arms. Because everyone has sex with expectation, and then they fall into a dark dim place of looking at dating as being hard, and it's not. It's what do you expect at the end of the day? What are you what are you looking for? Everyone doesn't have to be in a relationship, and on both sides. Have women mad at men because the man doesn't want to commit after sex? You have some men that's angry and upset with women because after sex, after the deed is done. The woman doesn't want to alter her life to be with him or whatnot. It's totally fine. Listen, stop trying to force people against their will to be something that they don't want to be or they don't know how to be. I want you guys to understand this. So I talk about staying in the moment of sex. I really mean that. Because just because she's meant for today doesn't mean that she's meant for tomorrow. And it's okay. As long as no one is hurting you. As long as, because, I gotta be honest. Some men stay too long with women that never meant them well from day one. And then, years later, years later, we hear Older men telling younger men, don't get married. It's a bad deal because why they didn't marry a woman that understood purpose. Marriage in itself is not bad. It's who you marry that can make it bad because not everyone understands the spiritual covenant of marriage. It's called holy matrimony for a reason. Marriage is meant for righteous people, man. And when I'm talking about righteous, I'm not talking about religious. I'm talking about people that understand what integrity is, that understand what duty and responsibility is. And people just have to be careful what they wish for, because when you get it, you just might get what you think that you want, but you never really want it. And which is a big ass headache. See, bro, this is why I tell you guys, man, in my life, I've had a lot of women. They were good women. They were decent women. But they wasn't. But they were not all-purpose women. This is why I consider these women as honorable mentions. Because, yes, I've had that women do great things for me, help me out with business and support me. That's why I'm not down on, on, on the ladies. But I understood that was just her time. It was just her season. It was just her turn. Every woman, every man is not meant for forever. And once people can understand this, a lot of people can get over their sexual and their emotional hangups about dealing with the opposite sex. A lot of guys, a lot of gals get disappointed because this person was not who you thought they were. They couldn't live up to an expectation that you set for them. And again, I'm not about you guys playing yourself. And especially nowadays, when basically we're living in a time of peace, there are no wars really going, on, And let's thank God for that. You know, we're not living in a place, you know, like in the 20s with the Great Depression and the 40s with Vietnam and what happened in, you know, with, with, with Adolf Hitler with the Holocaust. Right now, everyone, yes, we did have a pretty bad pandemic in 2020. Where a lot of businesses were shut down and things that, that we've never seen before. But, it, but, but trust me, things could have been a whole lot worse. Yes, people lost, lost, lost their jobs. But basically, people were just forced to be more or less indoors. So anytime you're living in a pa- place of peace, people really don't see. Because like, let me say this, man. And this is just part of the human condition. People really are going to only do things that's right only when they really have to. Now, I get it. That's not the way it should be. But damn it, that's just the way it is. That's just the way it goes. For an example, when you give the women, when when our government, when you go back and you look at the marriage law of 1950, when they gave women equal rights and equal power to be providers and to work and to contribute to the household financially, that was the biggest game changer. This is going to let y'all know what it is, man. So you have women who basically, again, have been taught wrong about men, that men are just, you know, dick or money. Women are going to exercise a lot and say, wait a minute, I like my life. I like my freedom. I don't have to answer to a man. I don't have to be accountable for a man. And for a lot of men, I have to be honest, feminism has actually done us a favor. (laughs) And see, the only guys I find complaining about it are guys that really have a hard time dating women, men that are adverse, have an adverse reaction towards being polyamorous. Then all of a sudden, all these women, they just want power. They just want, which I agree with. Everything that a lot of guys say, I'm not a proponent of uh, feminism. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that at all. But honestly, what feminism has provided for men is peace of mind. I don't think a lot of guys are seeing the big picture. <laughs> While women have a freedom, we also have a freedom. Because I want you guys to understand something. Being with a woman, having a woman, especially being married to a woman, especially for men, a woman is a responsibility. Even if she's still invested all in you, like I'm always talking about. Even if she has invested all of herself, her energy, her time, her energy, her resources, her talents, her expertise to you, her organizational skills. Her marketing skills, whatever. And there are a lot of talented women out here. There's no doubt about that. Just like we know there are a lot of talented men about out here. There's no doubt about that. And I've had a lot of women, actually, that were womanist, feminist, whatever. They've always told me, listen, only I need you for a sex. I don't need a man for money. I don't need a man to take care of me. And I'm like, cool, fine. So see, again, it just depends if you're the guy on the A side or the B side. Guys on the B side, they hate feminine, feminine. They detest it with a passion. Guys on the A side are like, hey man, it's not a bad deal. (laughs) She's doing her, I'm doing me. We get up, we meet, we have our intense moments of passion and intimacy, and that's that. There's nothing wrong with short-term, having short-term relations receiving short-term copulation and fellatio with the female. It's not a bad deal at all. And I just want to leave that with y'all, Brian, man, oh, as to why, again, society has a problem with... Primitive, spontaneous, instantaneous Sex and you go your way, you go mine And it doesn't have to be a thing of I feel so disrespected Because this person doesn't want to be With me, they don't want to serve in that Capacity of being my man or being my Woman or being my lady or being my spouse Or being my husband or being my wife It doesn't have to Be that Because I think years ago they They did a poll and a survey On how both Men and women And I think it was an alarming rate how I believe 65% of people that are single hate dating. Now, why is this? I love women. I have no problem with it. Listen, sometimes a woman will be trying to reject the man and sometimes she'll, you know, oblige. That's not a reason to hate dating. A lot of women, they have expectations because a lot of them have been taught, well, if I give my poom poom up, I should get something in return. A commitment, money, marriage, ring on my finger, a baby, whatever it is that she thinks that she wants. And this is why a lot of women, even themselves, are, are uh, malcontent when it comes to the dating world. And let me say this also in closing. There's a point for you guys to understand, man, that you have to protect your energy. See, bro, I can be sexual with the woman. I can even have moments of passion and erotic, you know, uh, interplay with the woman without giving her my energy. That's the thing about it. Because again, when we look at the word sex, the acronym of sex stands for sacred energy exchange. The sacredness is what makes it beautiful. The exchange of the energy between you and her. Two people come together, man. Listen, that's priceless, man. Even sexually, there is nothing. Like, when you really have a true orgasm for a man or a woman. There's nothing like a good climax. There's nothing when you're in the moment and the kisses feels right. The touching. The feeling. When even when you're inside of her, you're, you know, it's like you all even share the same rhythmic breathing patterns. (laughs) The scent, the pheromones. Yeah, she smells so good. She feels so soft. You feel so good to her. You smell so good to her. You sound so good to her. The talking. The dirty talking. The biting her on her neck or on her ear. Her doing the same to you, man. See, again, these are things that even a trick can't buy when he pays for a prostitute. I tell you guys, man, Listen. Sex is one of the very few ways that we really get a chance to experience. Listen, let me put it like this. Sex is an experience to experience emotion at the highest level. And believe it or not, there have been a lot of... um, A lot of people that have, and it's been determined actually again in the, you know, mental health community as a good stress reliever and also as some type of psychedelic drug. So you have plenty of sex addicts. Of course, in life, we know that you can get addicted to anything. But we have a lot of people <laughs> that are addicted to sex. Now, I do feel that it's unhealthy. I'm not saying you have to be addicted to it, but I'm just telling you that, yes, it is a sense of it does have a psychedelic nature to it again man at the long hard work day we all work and strive so hard to have an ornament objects that cannot hold us that cannot love us that cannot help us reach climax, that cannot feel or anything and again people are becoming just like that an animate object being a zombie you're not human Now, that's what I fear, bro. I never want to be cold hearted where I can't tell a woman that I love her. And again, you got all these quote unquote red pill dating coaches and philosophers telling men you are sent for loving a woman. No, but love a woman accordingly. This is what these guys are not telling you. Love the woman that loves to do for you. Love the woman that respects, serves you and sacrifices herself for you. The woman that inconveniences herself for your convenience. Now, being honest, I've never tell you guys to love without a cause. But all the time, sex doesn't equate to love. And people need to understand this. Sex is about a feeling. <laughs> sex is about pleasure. And I know a lot of people say, well, the only time you should really have sex is for mating. Okay, fine. I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that. But at the same token, I'm not going to condemn a woman that has said, I don't want to have children, I just like sex. I'm not also in the same, in the like manner, I'm not going to condemn a man that says, I don't want children, I like sex. So I'm not going to condemn a woman that uses contraceptives, even if she's unsure about it or she's, you know, on the fence about it. But sex does not always equate to love. And I think people also really need to understand that. Because even when I'm talking about being intimate. Now intimacy is more on the lover's side of things. But people just can come together. With great understanding. And a whole lot of attraction. To the imagery and energy of the physical. Of the physical, the mental, and the emotional of the masculine energy and women receiving masculine energy well and men receiving feminine energy well from a woman and coming together. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, most of your gigolos that do, or most of your ladies men or quote unquote players that have these short term polyamorous relationships throughout their life. These people are some of the easiest going people I've ever met. Women that are considered like I talk about and I've talked about this before. There are some women who are just like more or less a sex kitten. they love sex. They enjoy sex. They have no sexual hangups. They love to come. They love to orgasm. And these women can be corporate women. They can be uh, sex workers. Uh, they can be anything, uh, you know, uh, uh, anything on, you know, in high government. These women, they can be doctors. They can be surgeons. They can be dentists. But I often find that these are some of the most happy, spunky, happy-go-lucky women that you'll ever see on the face of the planet. <laughs> I mean, dead ass. Then I come across women who are working All they do is work, 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 work. These women are some of the most unpleasant, some of the most bitchiest women that you'll ever meet on the face of the planet. Now, who said that sex wasn't good for the heart, sex wasn't good for the soul, sex wasn't good for the mind, and sex wasn't good for the body, or sex wasn't good for the spirit? Vice versa with men. The guys that's having sex who have never been married before, these guys are out here living their best lives. These guys are bosses and entrepreneurs. Some of these, you know, these guys can be nine to fivers, but they love life. They're not concerned necessarily about marriage or whatever. They like women. These are some of the coolest guys. Some of the most engaging guys that you'll ever meet in your life. These guys are very open-minded politically, socially, religiously. They don't come around being assholes. And, and you know, because people even misunderstand what an alpha male is. An alpha male is the most coolest guy in the fucking room. He gets along with black people, white people, men, women, children, the elderly, all the way down to the baby's level. And a lot of this, I'm not saying this is strictly white people like this, but a lot of this, a lot of times, men and women alike that live these lives, the women that's spunky, the women that's energetic, the women that's vivacious, the men that have an exuberance about them, the men that have a vitality about them, a great energy about them. Usually these people have great sex lives. I've seen it, man, I've been in a lot of places. I've worked in a lot of different fields and industries. Okay? Everything from general contracting to, you know, working in warehouses, to being in the military, to being in college, entrepreneurs. I've been around people that's been rich to, to the poorest of the poor. I've been from the hoodest of the hoodies. <laughs> to being around people that are some of the most affluent. Men that have all type of collections, car collections, luxury watch collections, shoe collections, women that have bad collections. Not just people that are in collection because of a, grad, a bad credit score. So a lot of things that I say, man, I've been in a lot of different scenarios and situations and I don't live my life in the bubble. And I'm here to tell you right now. These people, they have some of the best esteem and these are some of the best friends you'll ever have. So yes, I am a big advocate. On men and women, just get it alone. I do believe in sexual healing, sexual dalliance, sexual exuberance. Because it's a lover's nirvana. I'm your host with the most. And I want to thank you all for tuning in yet again, man. Till next time, man. Be the primal beast at your primal best because the person missed most is the one you could have been. So become him today with understanding the power of I am. Double salute. I will talk to you soon. Shalom.